Good evening, elevators. Hold on. I've never used that before. Where did that come from? I about elevators. Wow. It's not like Tom and I, like when we're not doing a podcast, talk about it. Oh, do you think the elevator's going to be excited about No, 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 no. That is literally the most ridiculous thing I've ever said. Also, like, good evening. People might be listening to this bright and early, 6 a.m. True. I just think it's important that people know that no one cares that we record it in the evening um but yeah hope hope everyone is well uh what do we want to talk about uh, well it's 2042 <laughs> but yeah, i mean it's not but like that's that's what we're trying to cover um in a sense of how how things will have changed uh, in the world in, in in 20 years or thereabouts and yeah we've got a few things to to cover a few things to round yeah. off so, 20 years is a long time 20 years <laughs> is a long time we're gonna um, be bloody 45 by then Christ, no. <laughs> um, it's funny how like when some people get older they talk less and less about their birthdays or their age and like yeah. in denial I'm of, definitely going to do like, that the whole aging <laughs> process um, I'm, that's 100% going to be me I'm going to be like that twat that's always like I'm 21 and everyone's yeah. like you're obviously not and it's not funny yeah. but I'm still going to be like yeah I'm 21 just <laughs> like a guy recent, like six months ago who tried to legally change his age Oh, wow. Yeah, he tried to change his, like, date of birth. Can I get his contact details? <laughs> <laughs> and they said, that's bullshit. Like, Because he he looked really good for his age. I think he was, like, 72 and, like, still, you know, had a full head of hair. I thought you were going to say, like, 40 and you're, like, 72. And I'm like, really? Can you look that good at 72? Genuinely look it up. Like, Okay. I will. <laughs> it's actually fascinating. But kind of the arrogance of this man... Like, yeah. we get it. You look great, but don't be a tw- like, don't be a prick don't about it. Don't be changing it. reality. Like, don't be a prick about it. <laughs> don't be changing your uh, date of birth. Anyway, we're already digressing super hard. <laughs> yeah, how how will the world be different in 20, 20 years' time? And I guess, like, what you you shared a quote with me earlier, which, um, which I actually really liked because it, it helped me to take stock of, like, the present world. Um, and just to be, to be grateful for what we actually have at present, um, because most of us are luckily to live in what by, by historical standards are, are great conditions, um, of wealth and, 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 you know, for most people, they would have regarded this lifestyle as, as utopian. We've, we've got to a point that's like so much of human history would have been so happy to be at, Mm. you know, you ask someone like 300, 400 years ago, even further back than that, but. For, for the vast majority of human history, like life has been pretty miserable for the mm. vast majority of people. Like you work seven days a week. Yeah. Like you're struggling to put food on the table. Like you're not eating well. You don't have like consistent good shelter. There's all these health problems. Your life expectancy is like 40. All of these things. And suddenly we're in this world where we're living so long. We have all the food we could need. Mm. Most people have good shelter. Like, yeah, we're basically living in what most people would have thought was utopia and in fact we aren't even considering some pretty basic questions that like you've just answered um like why are we working harder and harder even though we're richer than we we've ever been before why are millions of people still living in poverty when we have the collective wealth and means to end poverty completely i think it's really interesting you spoke about like eating and like people feeling their bellies you know after centuries in which hunger was a fundamental part of most human lives today there are more people suffering from obesity than starvation. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, 
There's too much food. <laughs> yeah, there's too much food. What scares you about the future? Too much food. <laughs> um, but no, seriously, what what does scare you about the future? Oh, no. <laughs> I think like what scares me most about the future is that it would kind of carry on in the same. Some of the bad things would carry on in the same way that they have. So, for example, sort of growing inequality. Mm-hmm. So there's fewer and fewer people amassing more and more wealth. And yeah. I think like, and, and a lot of people would think that this is down to technological advancements because you can now create a hugely successful product across the globe with not many people. Like take Instagram, for example, they sold out to Facebook in 2012 and they sold for $1 billion. Nice. And how many people do you think worked that reminds at Instagram? me of Austin Powers. One quadrillion dollars. <laughs> <Yeah>. Stop <laughs> the evil. Um, but yeah, like how many employees do you think that they had when they sold to Facebook? A $1 billion company. How many people worked there? Uh, I don't know, like 500? 13. Wow. <laughs> Fucking crazy. I knew, I knew the number was going to be a bit like ridiculous, but... Like 13 people. Um, yeah. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's across other industries as well. Like Detroit Big Three. So e.g. like the three big car manufacturers in America, General Motors, uh, Chrysler and Ford, obviously. I think they were. <laughs> <laughs> um, in 1990 were equal to those of the like Silicon, big, Silicon Valley Big Three, like Apple, Google, Facebook. Um, but the latter had nine times fewer employees and is worth 30 times more in the stock market. Yeah, so there's so si- Silicon Valley babies. Yeah, so you're yeah. basically creating like incredible amounts of wealth with way fewer people involved. So the wealth is going to smaller and smaller people. And I think this is only going to get worse in the future unless that there's some sort of like global tax mm. agreement because they, they can just move their wealth wherever because they're like so, so rich, they can move their money wherever they want, whichever countries, mm. you know, are best for them. Mm. And so the only way to tackle that is to like have like a global tax for them and on their wealth. So, I mean, I don't know if that's going to happen because that's pretty hard to implement. (laughs) Yeah. So I guess that's one of my big worries. Um, I think also like obviously stuff like climate change. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously that's a big thing. I'm optimistic in the sense that I think that to some extent we will have curved the drastic implementation of climate change in maybe 20, 30, 45, 50 years time. <laughs> so, super, super realistic. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm so optimistic about it. Um, yeah. But no, I think the, the, the thing that scares me most in our lifetime about the climate change is that all these amazing natural places will have been ruined um, and not, not beyond complete recovery, but that, it, you know, in our time on this earth, there's no way that we'll enjoy them in the way that they've always been remembered or, or glorified. Yeah. Um, you know, these incredible tropical beaches, for example, you know, my travels, I've seen, I've seen examples or moments where that, that has been the case where these, these paradises are just filled with trash. Yeah. Just yeah, trash havens. Yeah. And I think my parents talk about it a lot. Actually, they've seen it in their lifetime. And I mm. think, you know, we will continue to see it in our lifetime, just really amazing locations across the world being like destroyed by tourism and there is a growing like eco-tourism but you know sometimes it might be a little too late in a lot of locations yeah i think on that what comes along with tourism another thing that kind of gets me a little bit anxious is that any activity that we like that we do like perfect examples are surfing or like kite surfing um, and that whenever you try and do these things, 
you, you know, there's only certain places you can kite surf. There's only certain places you can surf. Like this, they're always so busy, and yeah. it just, it just, it's really difficult for people who want to learn and enjoy enjoy the sport first and foremost um, to do that if if they're always going to overpopulated spots. Yeah, where it's... like cry, I mean cry. Oh, I'm waving a, you know, I'm on a, I'm on a, I'm on a fucking wave off for the first time. Oh, he's oh, what, 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 collision because this guy like I'm just taking someone's head off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, with the blades. Oh shit. No, but. You know, yeah, and something like kite surfing, you need like a massive amount of space as well. Like it's not a small amount of space. Well, as need. a beginner, you you do need the space because, frankly, it's just dangerous otherwise. <laughs> yeah, um, and tangling lines and stuff, and yeah, so it just I, yeah. like my worry is that it will be hard, hard to get into like these sports that are that require not not calm environments, but environments where you you have the space to yourself. Yeah. And I mean, I think in gen- overpopulation in general is going to be such a huge issue because it's not, there is actually lots of space on the planet and like lots of people have proven that, that the planet can support uh, like a lot bigger population. But the problem is everyone's being drawn into centers. Like yeah. everyone goes to London or New York or like these big cities draw everyone in because it's where the jobs are. But at the end of the day, like it's not going to be possible for everyone to commute into London. Yeah. You know, think about some tube networks like Jubilee Line, they run a train at rush hour every minute. Yeah. Like they can't fit more trains on the track, so they yeah, can't yeah, make yeah. the trains any longer because the platforms are a set size. Like, there's going to be a point where you just can't get any more people into the city during rush hour. Um, but yeah. Anyway, moving on from the pessimistic <laughs> things, um, what are, what are you most excited about? What are, the opposite? What are you feeling positive about for the future? What are you excited for? Um, first off, just VR. Virtual reality. Yeah, just how incredible video games will be. Oh, mate. Can you imagine, like, when you're, like, 80, like, even further in the future, and you're just there, like, can't even walk, but you're, like, in the video game playing, like, a young 20-year-old who's, like, sprinting through the field. That'd just be amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Just be, like, (laughs) just be incredible. You're just, like, on a life support machine, but, like, living your best life. You've just made out with, like, the other 90-year-old next to you in the the hospital bed. (laughs) But the 20-year avatar version. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, all right. <laughs> no, I, I was, I was gonna say like, oh, look at me, I'm, I'm back. Oh, I'm seventy years younger. Oh, and I've got wings. And I can fly. <laughs> I'm just talking about the snogging girls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, um, but yeah, and and I know you're particularly excited about driverless cars. Yeah, I'm. I'm super. I can't drive. Yeah, <laughs> I don't own a car, but I'm really excited for a future where like car ownership is not really a thing. Because one, it's bad for the like environment and stuff. But like, if there's no drivers, as then taxis would be like so cheap. So you could just take like a, a one pound taxi like anywhere you want to go. And I just, I just think that'd be a great life, like your own little private taxi everywhere. Or maybe it's not even private. Maybe it's like shared. Yeah, but still. Like, and, you know, cars don't even have to, like, have that configuration anymore. You could, like, sit around a table and, like, do work or something while you're, like, traveling. Yeah. Do you know what? You've just you've just reminded me of something, Uber Pools, which obviously they got rid of. Yeah, during COVID. Yeah. They haven't bought it back. Yeah. Yeah. They were a great time. <laughs> they were a great time. <laughs> they were a great time. <laughs> Shit, I've just remembered. I've completely forgotten about you that. You did have to be in a certain mood to get an Uber Pool, though, because who knows what's getting in with you. 
mostly other drunk people. <laughs> yeah, no, well, hold on. I mean, that's not that bad. You say that as if you're like, you're going to get the taxi and there's going to, some guy's going to harass you. Yeah, 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 exactly. Or like, just talk to you for the whole trip about something, yeah, really uninteresting. Um, yeah. But speaking of like alcohol and like health, there's something I'm really excited for actually is like, like the continuation of, of, of health benefits of like the eradication of diseases I'm really excited for the moment where like cancer just isn't a big thing anymore. We've mm. just absolutely beaten it to a pulp. Mm. And it's like a very small niche, like part of the population that like is at risk from it. I think we'll still get it. Like it's such so natural. We won't be able to prevent it. Yeah. But it will just be highly, highly treatable. Like very few people will die from it. I think we've already got to like the halfway mark, right? Where like half of people who get cancer survive. Yeah. I think the most important thing about that is like regular checks so that yeah. you catch it early catch it early yeah but yeah it, it, it's interesting because as we evolve and mutate as 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 being surely you know diseases mutate and like get better yeah exactly which is yeah. kind of like shit but also it's the nature of the game but yeah another thing i know we're literally hitting off like several things which probably owed a little bit more time but for me kids are super exciting yeah you feel like personally that's, that's like a, having kids that's yeah. a cheesy one but yeah. i know uh you know a few people not like obviously like super good mates with them because obviously it's quite a bit older um i say quite a bit like a few years I, can, <laughs> I feel like still like I'm so far away from all of that um but yeah and and they have they have kids and like you know they joke about how oh they're the bane of my life because I spend all my whole day like just looking after them but really you know you can tell that underneath it all that they're just over the moon and that their kid yeah. is literally the best thing that's ever happened to them yeah and it's like and, it is that same sentence like they're my whole life it's yeah. like both good and bad like yeah Imagine like having something that like is everything to you. Yeah. You know, like your kids are everything to you. And I, I mean, with, like with, with anything, if we spend too much time talking about it or too much time doing it, you know, looking after your kid and talking about your kid the whole time, like obviously we become bored of it. But that's not to say that that thing isn't absolutely sensationally yeah. incredible. Like, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm so excited for kids as well. And it's like, I've st I don't know what's going on. Like if there's hormones changing in my body, but like whenever I see cute babies now, like, you know, I start making faces towards it and stuff. Like, I just can't stop myself. It's just so cute. Right. Note to all the single ladies out there. <laughs> Watch out. Yeah. Mm, I was going to say more who, like, want to have kids ASAP. This is your, <laughs> this is <No>. your man. <laughs> the baby snatches. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. I'm in no rush. No rush. No rush. I'm, uh... It's funny because do, do, do you ever like, have you ever seen a girl who's made jokes about being like pregnant? Like, like you're just chilling and they're like, oh, I'm not feeling so good. And then you're like, wow, wow what's up? And they're like, oh, I'd be uh, like, don't know. Maybe I'm pregnant. Threw up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, yeah, I okay, get what you mean. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. you're like, <laughs> <laughs> real funny, babe. Like, have you done a pregnancy test? <laughs> you're like, uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh but uh but yeah speaking of all this pregnancy and, and child um child things where do we want rearing <laughs> where do we want to be when we're 45 or where do you think you'll be when you're 45 again this is just bringing looping it back to the core theme in 2042 we'll both be 45 hence the like random age 
Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, well, oh, I somehow think I'm going to have like six kids. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to have six kids, but I just feel like it's going to happen to me. Yeah. You just get I'm, so excited. I'm just going to get so excited. I'm just going to keep having the Baby Boulevard is just going to be yeah. so good to you. And I'm going to fucking hate it, but also love it at the like same a, time. Yeah. God, I sound like such a weirdo now. Like, I'm like obsessed with cooch. I hate to break it to you. You are a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> but like, speaking of that, like, I, I reckon I'm going to be like a dad who thinks they're really cool and I'm just not going to be, I'm going to be like super lame. I can see that. 100%. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like, obviously going to have like an unbelievably stunning wife. <laughs> yeah. And like, who's also going to be like a wonderful person, obviously. Given. And she's going to be called Alexa and she's going to be like, an AI, you know. Again, I can see, I can so see that. <laughs> I can so see that. First thing that happens when you like come into your house, you open the door. Hello, welcome to the Thomas Whittle household. My name is Alexa. And it's like, oh Christ, not you again. <laughs> How can you talk to my wife like that, Henry? Mate, Get I'll, out. <laughs> I'll be so open. I'll let you walk straight past like, cheers, yeah, sweet. Here's a token How can you disrespect you. my wife? Here's, like a bit, here's another battery for you, babe. <laughs> She'll be solar powered, actually. Uh, actually, yeah. To be fair, but to be fair, in you the UK, thought, you probably yeah. still need some batteries. <laughs> you would have thought of that. Will you be in the UK? I mean, I won't. Where were you? Where are you going to be, mate? Well, you were about to go off. I feel like you were. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> I want to know where you're going to be, mate. I'll be in Mexico. Oh, yes. I feel like we need like a Mexican song to come in, like. But, uh, it, mate. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be with my Mexican senorita and have little kids running around my ranch, where, uh, like at the farm that I live wow. off. Um, and perhaps I ride horses on the beach every evening as the mate. sun goes down and drink tequila until it rises. I can literally just imagine that, mate. 100%. Can you imagine coming to visit you and there's just like, you're just turning, like picking me up from the airport, tequila bottle in hand, on horseback. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll also have a poncho collection. <laughs> I'm not joking. And a sombrero collection as well. Both of them. <laughs> Just when people thought, like, I couldn't be more fashionable. <laughs> oh, man, that would be such a look on you. And, and if that's not, if that doesn't happen, you know, if, if realistically, you know, that's not... I mean, that's definitely going to happen, mate. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. But if the alternative is I want to be in a different country every other week. Um, wow. Every but that would week. mean having having earned some serious cash mullah. Yeah, I mean, would not would you do that like the whole year? Would you do like six months in one place and then six months of travelling around every other week? Um, well, for, for the purpose of my pipeline dream right now, I have to stick to, you know, different country every other week. Wow, that's hectic. <laughs> I'm that's impressed. the stab. That's, that's, that's got to be done. That's got to be done. <laughs> um, I might really be enjoying a place and have been there for, you know, like just under two weeks. I'm like, nope, it's too bad. I got to go. Might have met like the love of my life. And I'm like, ah, sorry. That's <laughs> sorry, it. I have to stick to this. I said it 20 years ago on a podcast. Go. You want to come with me? <laughs> um, um, but on, on an actual genuine serious note, well, we're being serious, but like... If, if we can hold on to as many friends as we do have now in 20 years time, I feel like that's a massive achievement in itself. Yeah, 100%. Like, 
if I was living a life similar to the one that I'm living now, but just, you know, an older version of it, I'd be pretty happy, pretty content. Yeah. And, uh, and I mean, that's inevitable. And also, you know, you'll have more e- like excess and in inverted commas, excess wealth to like, well, we hope do stuff. <laughs> well, well, I reckon I just, so, to know, do I stuff just, with. I just hope that my health stays good. You know, that's what I'm going to be most grateful for. Yeah. I mean, at 45, like it's not, you know, it's not likely that you'll be, you know, ill or anything, but it's also not completely unheard of that you could be like, you know, have something serious by that point. That's true. That's true. Um, but hopefully with all the technological advances. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right, okay, I'm, so I'm, we're for- I'm, I'm relying on them massively. <laughs> <laughs> but so you're, you're 45 and you're sitting in, in Mexico drinking tequila with, you know, your favourite poncho and your favourite sombrero on. Yeah. Um, what is still exactly the same? In 20 years time. Apart from me looking incredible. <laughs> <laughs> and your ego still being just as big. <laughs> no, please, senor, what are you saying? Um, I will speak Spanish by then, but I um, Something will be the exactly same. Uh, da, 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 da. Consistent change. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Change I'm joking, is the I'm only joking. thing that's constant. I'm joking, I'm joking. Um, but, I mean, I guess the way that... It's tricky. It's tricky because a lot of things inevitably would have done so by that point. I don't think, you know, things like interior design would have massively like taken this huge, you know, crazy leap. Because if we're trying to, you know, when you see it in the movies and you see these futuristic houses, like realistically, none of that's going to have changed. Like yeah. we'll all still live in like the same kinds of houses. And the modern just be more like internet connected appliances. Yeah, and modern design will still yeah. be pretty much the same. Um, not to mention the way we poo and pee. <laughs> Let's face it, unless we're upgrading to uh, the Japanese toilet. Oh, mate, please. Which is, please, can we upgrade? Is in it, the UK? If anyone's not been to Japan, by the way, go. If you're only going for the, for the experience that one has in, in the airport. You don't even need to leave the airport. <laughs> you know, the best thing is have a, a like a, a a layover, a layover in in, Japan. in Tokyo. And yeah. You go to the toilet, and I'm not even good. Well, I will ruin it for you. They're heated, and they have a, like a control panel to the to the to one side where you can. I'll keep that as a surprise, actually. <laughs> A surprise on your bum hole. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Um, but I think you actually touched on a good point that like, sure, everything around us will change, but fundamentally humans will be the same in 20 years. It's like all our needs will be the same. Yeah, for sure. And all our like, you know, all of the things that make us happy and that are important and meaning and purpose and all of these things will still be exactly the same as they are today. Yeah, I'm hoping that sort of the world moves away from this this model of like economic growth, where like a company's GDP is like the most important thing. Like, is the economy growing? Are we making more money? And moves more towards like, are we happy? Mm. You know, is the crime rate low? Mm. You know, can people afford housing? Mm. Like, these should be the markers of like a successful country. Not, you know, how much money does the richest person in the country have? That's not important to the majority of the country. Yeah, yeah, um, we idolize you know, certain people that sit at the very top of that, that, that like triangle, like pyramid of wealth. We like, oh, glorify them. Oh, they're so incredible. But really like, are they incredible if they're not 
if they're not using that power and that status to to make significant changes to yeah. to all the other, like to the rest of the, the people below them yeah they're pro- probably not probably not, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> but i mean they would obviously all claim that they've have massively helped people but yeah i mean i think that's i think fundamentally like what's in 20 years won't have changed it's like politicians will still be scumbags yeah they'll still be like the same people will still be just as flawed as they are today there's a great quote that i read which is like the saddest aspect of life right now is that science gathers knowledge faster than society gathers wisdom Mm. so we're gaining all this knowledge about life and how we work and technology but we don't really know what to do with it yet like we Mm. haven't got that wisdom of, of, of where to take things you know and like a lot of the stuff is dangerous if we don't take it in the right direction. Yeah. And I don't know if I trust the human race enough. We've all been given major heads up to the fact that AI is the biggest threat in like 20 years time. And, and you, could, you could devote a whole, a whole episode to AI because like yeah, no, there's crazy. so many different scenarios that you can there's explore. There's so different aspects. Like there's but, AI like controlled weapons. Yeah. You know, where like militaries don't even fight each other anymore it's just drones shooting each other yeah i mean there's even rumors that like stuff going on in russia is like some some of the stuff is ai controlled you know yeah because they're not they're not illegal yeah i hope that we reject technology in as many ways that we can i i you know and the first thing that you can think of that you know human interacts with on a daily basis is a phone and i hope that you know, our phone usage goes down, we realize like, oh, okay, as great as phones are and as useful as, as they are for communication and this, that and the other and staying in touch and becoming, being informed and helping us to travel and keeping up with work, you name it because the phone does fucking everything, which like pisses me off, to be honest. Um, I hope that we take a step back and we realize, okay, do you know what? I don't need it for like all these things that I'm actually using it for. I only need it for like, literally texting people and that's it wildest predictions for 2042 so i read this in a in a book called life 3.0 by uh, max tech tech mark i think he's called and um he spoke about ai generated films and like tv show ai generated content Wow. Where like the entire script is written by AI, but not only the script, but all the actors are like computer generated, but computer generated by AI. Mm. So you're watching a whole movie that has not been created by humans at all. Mm. And we're not even that far away from this. Like they did it with Game of Thrones season eight. They got AI to write scripts for Game of Thrones season eight. They published them online. And I've read some of them and they're really like, they're probably better than what the, the writers <laughs> actually came up with. And the way that this works is you just plug the AI, just the AI just watches like every movie ever made and then just applies the, the averages, the tropes into a new movie. And they could like use old actors who are like dead, you know, like Robin Williams could be like recreated and it, the computer would be so, so bloody like accurate that you wouldn't even be able to tell the difference between a real actor and like AI, like computer generated actors. Yeah. And that's just like, that just blows my mind. Yeah. Because you always think like creativity is like a human thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like yeah. fundamentally human to be yeah. creative. Yeah. But no, you just plug not. in a bunch of formulas and uh, it creates a new formula. Ding, ding. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, we're genuinely, we're genuinely not that far away. From... Actually, that reminds me of that like ABBA concert where 
the whole yes the whole band were were projected right yeah they weren't actually there you were watching the projection of alba with the music in the background i mean what what bullshit like what utter bullshit is that that's fucking like i'm not like a massive alba fan or anything but like to see anyone as a projection and not the actual singer just feel cheated yeah i'm just, <laughs> just like yeah oh um, yeah I, I'm kind of depending on, it's not really a wild prediction. Well, it kind of is a wild prediction, kind of depending on one of my friends winning lottery. So Wow. Yeah. yeah. One of your friends is going to win the lottery. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you, you guys just start getting those scratch cards. Yeah, well, I better buy a ticket on my way home. <laughs> yes. Yeah, um, the only is I don't play, play the lottery. But no, I, my actual genuine thought on that is that someone will have invented something which is just an absolute game changer and obviously i'm not sure what that thing is otherwise i would invent it or maybe i wouldn't <laughs> no no maybe i wouldn't because you know it'd be such a game changer it's like catastrophically changed the world forever but perhaps it's something work related most most real in my mind it is something that's work related and and inevitably that might be linked to ai i mean like let's be real um, and that puts hundreds of millions of people in the Western world or the first world um, out of a job and that we have to restructure the whole economy and the whole like, you know, career. Uh, yeah. I mean, AI could definitely do that in yeah. terms of like replacing so many jobs. I mean, it's already doing, imagine driverless cars, right? You wouldn't just have driverless cars, you'd have driverless trucks. Yeah. And the trucking industry is absolutely massive. And so like you're immediately making all of those people redundant. Um, and I think like I kind of spoke to it before, but like the only way to deal with this is to like share the the, the wealth out and like the people who don't benefit from technology need to like share the wealth out to those who like get their jobs replaced. Like if your job is replaced by technology, you should also get the benefits of that job being replaced. You know, you know what's so peak about that is imagining your job being replaced by a robot but a robot telling you, like yeah. not even a human. Yeah. So they come into your office like, hello, rabbit. I'm firing you. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you say that, but you know, Amazon had algorithms for like the, how well their uh, employees are performing. Like, oh. And they get automated emails. Like if you're not performing at, at like a high level oh. from, and it's, it's powered by AI. So fuck. Boo, but, Amazon. Boo. Boo. <laughs> but like, yeah, I would think that hopefully that means in the future that we all work less. Yeah. And, you know, actually in, in 1930, John Keynes, who's a bloody legend economist, um, said that by 2030, economic growth would mean that we'd be working 15 hour weeks. And the funny thing about that is he was actually, he, he correctly forecasted economic growth, but he didn't accurately forecast how many hours a week we were working because he didn't <laughs> take into account inequality. I thought the funny thing is that you, you were going to say, like, the funny thing about that is he was completely wrong. <laughs> no, he was like completely no. right about his forecast of economic growth, but he was wrong about the work week. We all work just as hard as we did, before, like, in, well, not in 1930. We work a little less hard than we did then, but we work almost the same amount and get paid almost the same amount for like the last 20, 30 years. But the, the few people who are benefiting from the technological progress are like infinitely more wealthy than than they ever than anyone ever has been like we're more unequal than we were during the roman empire and there were slaves <laughs> and just to top it off like you know literally showed by the fact that elon musk bought twitter it's um, not even like that much of his wealth that's like you buying like 
you know, like a two thousand pound bike or something. Okay, okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hold on. <laughs> no, but yeah, Elon Musk bought Twitter today for forty five billion dollars, and it's not even going to like drastically affect his his wealth. Well, this is making me feel like is another unrealized until now potential revolutionary change is is a protest in itself on a, on a scale that we've never seen before yeah or like a global scale where who knows what it is where you know several countries get together and say like this needs to change or you know this that and the other and and it yeah. inspires yeah hundreds of millions of people to to do the same yeah i really hope that in some way or another there is like radical mass wealth redistribution Mm. like hopefully done in the way of like universal basic income where Mm. people just get a certain amount of money every month regardless of whether they work if they work they can you know it just goes on top of what they get they actually did a trial of it in the united states of universal basic income and they found that it only decreased work by nine percent and most of those people were mothers with young children and young people who wanted to pursue further education and high school graduation grew by a third so when like money's not an object, people choose education. They choose like good choices. Mm. It's a complete myth that like people become lazy mm. or, you know, resort to vices when they have too much money. It's actually mm. the opposite. Like, mm. Vices decrease when, mm. you, when you're more wealthy. Um, you know, it, it plays to the, rounding it back to that whole like utopian society that I started off with. You know, I mean, obviously a utopian society just doesn't exist. It's like perfection in the same way like a pipeline dream is is never going to be what you imagine it to be because we are imperfect and life is imperfect yeah of course and you know you have all the money in the world what does that solve like only only convenience (laughs) um like you know it doesn't solve the, the the issue that you have of contentment or or happiness or fulfillment or how much you enjoy the everyday and 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 who you who your friends are and it can actually make certain things like that more complicated yeah because you're questioning like are they my friends or are my wife you know do they really love me are they here for the money yeah you know and it can sometimes and those and those human emotions are always going to get in the way of you know continuity in any kind of utopia you know bob gets jealous of george one day because he's got he's got a he's got a peng a wife and like he's <laughs> He just can't deal with it. He just can't. <laughs> just can't handle it. He just can't handle it. And so he burgles him of all of his wealth. And then before you know it, the absolute chaos. <laughs> Painted a lovely It only takes there. one person to trigger like the domino effect. Only one domino to start falling. Yeah. For everything else to, f- to crumble. How rosy. Hmm. <laughs> and on that, on that bombshell. bombshell. <laughs> um... Yeah, thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening. It was a lot to take in. We we appreciate that that's the case. Yeah. <laughs> We've gone hard in this episode. We've gone hard, but but yeah, we always kind of go hard or go home, right? So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. And um, yeah, stay safe out there and catch you in the next one. Yeah, see ya. <laughs> <laughs>